Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. I am your host, Illy Vish. And this week, what we have on the show is a special guest, really dear friend of mine, amazing, beautiful soul. She's just, you guys will find out, you'll see. But um, I've got some Twin Flame talk with Indigo also known as the spiritual vixen so stay tuned for that also wanted to let everybody know again happy birthday to all my pisces fellow pisces i just celebrated my birthday this past weekend and um what i'm doing for the net from 30 days from my birthday i guess i should say until april 10th i'm offering 40 percent off of reading so um, if you would like a reading done, you can hit me up on the Spiritual Gangster Certified Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Spiritual Gangster Certified Official. Um, or you can go to www.spiritualgangstacertified.com slash readings. But either way, just wanted to let you guys know. But stay tuned for my talk with Indigo, the Spiritual Fiction. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. I am your host, Illy Fish. And this week, we are covering a very important topic. And I have a special guest here. I adore her. She channels messages and pulls cards for the Twin Flame Collective and for other things as well. She does energy healing. But this week, we're going to be talking some Twin Flame stuff. Please, everybody, help me welcome my sister and my fellow Philadelphian. Hey! Hey! Indigo is in the house, guys. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we Thank are you so, so much for that warm welcome, Elyvich. Thank you so much. No problem. You always get a warm welcome from me. We connected and I, like, I, I got you like automatically. I was so drawn to your yes. spirit. Just, you're beautiful in general. And oh, the same. Thank you, sweetheart. I was, yes, I was definitely drawn to you, too. I was like, you know, and to find out that you lived in Philly, I was like, oh, my God. Yes. We definitely <laughs> met for a reason. That was, yes. like, such a coincidence. <laughs> I think not coincidence. I know synchronicity. <laughs> yes, definitely a synchronicity because, like, I've linked up with so much soul fam, but nobody is, mm-hmm. like, nearby. So we yeah. actually have gotten to, like, grow a friendship and... Yes. Uh, she's so wise, y'all, but y'all about to find out. You're about to find out. <laughs> so I thought it was important. I wanted to have you on, and I hope I have you on again and again, but we, like, mm-hmm. we share so much, like, knowledge with each other about the twin mm-hmm. And for anybody listening, um, I know some people do not look at the twin flame relationship the same way that me and Indigo do. Um, yeah. Like she says at the beginning of all her videos, if this resonates <laughs> with you, great. Accept it. Let it yes. settle. If it don't apply, let it fly. Yes. If it don't apply, let it fly, guys. It's not that hard. Exactly. I, I really... <laughs> 
I mean, I'm open for discussion with people, but I can't stand when people come in like, well, that doesn't apply to me. And <laughs> listen, then, then it wasn't a message for you. But for exactly. All, yes, yes. For y'all who are open, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yes, exactly. But you know what? Like, I feel like when people are drawn to these certain videos, that there is a message in there for them somewhere. Yes. That they're just not denying. They're like in denial of the message that is being brought forth. Yes. Because a lot of the times the messages do resonate, but we are more of in denial of accepting that message. Yes, ma'am. Oh. It's like triggering <laughs> yes. you like, ooh, ooh. Uh-huh. That's- yes. Because a lot of people, I mean, and I'm not going to tell people not to listen to their intuition, but sometimes you're not even listening to your intuition. Your head is getting in, you know, in the game too. And you're that's like right. overthinking and like, how dare that mm-hmm. person say this? But this was important enough that I thought we talk about it, especially considering it is Mercury retrograde in fall. Yeah. Like in its fall detriment position of Pisces. Mercury does not like being mm-hmm. in Pisces because it rules Virgo mm-hmm. and it rules Gemini. So, yes. um, <laughs> we know things can get wonky with any Mercury retrograde, but this one in particular, because it's in Pisces, I was like, yo, we gotta we gotta talk on some stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> retrogrades bring back people. They make you rethink. Yes. So what better mm-hmm. subjects, you know, than this twin flame phenomenon? So let me just ask you in general, when someone says twin flame to you what do you think of what does that mean to you well a twin flame to me is more of a spiritual connection um i i see it it starts as a spiritual connection first and then you manifest that you know into reality as a physical connection whereas a soulmate um you you can't like many lifetimes with a soulmate and they're basically there to teach you lessons to help you grow but it's just physically it's on a physical 3d level it's not something that um spiritual like a twin flame a, a twin flame connection has like tele- telepathic connections mm-hmm. where you, you you can feel each other you know spiritually like and that person does not have to be there yes for you to feel them you know and that's 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 the highlight of the twin flame for me the telepathic connection because not everybody has that is true. That is true. And I thought I was crazy picking up on the twin plane yeah. telepathy. It just felt like, whoa, am I nuts? <laughs> yes, yes. It, it, it feels strange. And, you know, in the beginning, you feel like you're crazy because you're not sure if you're actually communicating with this person or not, you know? Yeah, yeah. I almost felt like, well, I, I guess I should say this. I didn't know anything about twin flames until Mm -hmm. after like years after meeting mine and then separating from them and i i tend to deal with like breakups better than other people um even though i have my venus and taurus and i can be stubborn but i couldn't figure out Mm -hmm. why why am i like oh like taken over by this connection it like took over my life like i couldn't think i couldn't function without the person i didn't know who i was and I was just like, what? So I went on the internet and I did something I don't like doing. I looked up, why can't I get over my ex? I became one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I think everybody that's on the twin twin journey has done this. So don't be ashamed of that. You know, it's, it's, it's what everybody does. And, you know, you can rest assured that the divine masculine was also doing the same thing. I feel so you. you guys are just 
you guys are just mirroring each other back and forth. So, you know, yeah, the, the Twin Flame Connection is, you know, uh, a mystery to Definitely. be solved that you just want to solve. You just want to know what this connection is. Why yes. can I get over this person? I'm like, why do I still feel this stuff? And then to bring up the telepathy again, that's mm-hmm. where I really thought I was a nutcase because I was like, um, I'll be fine. And then all of a sudden start picking up on feelings that aren't mine, but they're about me. Yeah. And then I'm like having an argument about it. And then I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> How am I arguing in my own head with myself? That's yeah. what I thought it was at first. <laughs> but in, in the... You know, it really is with yourself because your twin is you. Right, exactly. So, in a way, it does seem like you're crazy, but it's not. <laughs> I felt like they was about to haul me off to the loony bin. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, that's it, that's it. But um, this connection for people, we, we talk about it and see it talked about in mm-hmm. many ways in the spiritual community. And one of the things that I wanted to make clear to people, you know, we talk about divine masculine counterpart, divine feminine counterpart. And I think people get confused about that. So like when when you describe the mm-hmm. divine masculine and the divine feminine, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Okay, when I say divine masculine and divine feminine, I'm not talking about... Oops, I lost you for a minute. Wait a minute. We're having technical difficulties, y'all. Give me one second. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, there you are. So, (laughs) I'm sorry, you can continue with what you were saying, babe. Okay, so when when we're talking about the, the the divine masculine and divine feminine uh, dynamics, we're not talking about genders or the sex. Right. We're basically talking about energy. So you could be a you know a female that embodies the divine the, the masculine energy within you, and you can have a twin flame that's actually another female, but that person embodies the divine feminine you know energy. Yeah. So we see a lot of twin flames that are the same sex. And we also see the opposite sex. So it's it's not about the sex. I feel it's more about the, you know, the energy. Yes. I'm so happy you said that because, you know, there's, I guess, a thinking that it's always like male, female. And Mm -hmm. people don't realize that in their own energy, like if we even looked at our astrology charts, like my chart and your chart are more feminine charts. Feminine. Yeah, Yeah. we have more feminine receptive energy, which is why we identify with the divine feminine and then our twin flames we feel are the divine masculine counterparts. Yes. And that's important to note. Definitely. So for you as a receptive... Divine my my masculine is a Gemini. Uh huh. Yeah. And you're a Virgo. Yeah, I'm a Virgo, and my divine masculine is a Gemini, and we both rule Mercury, but in our sign, he's more masculine, and I'm more feminine. Exactly. So that's where that's where it makes sense for us. But you know, another person is like saying, "Oh well, I'm a female, and my masculine is a female." Well, that's just because your energy is, you know. It's meant to, to be that way. Right. Not Yeah, not everybody's going to have that same, you know, same sex or different sex, you know, opposite sex. Not everybody's going to have the same. That's why it's, not everybody's going to resonate in the reading. 
Exactly. And they're getting really fun. Like, and they have, I feel like people have to know their charts better too. Like I'm a Pisces. Yeah. My, my divine masculine is a Virgo, which is a feminine energy, but he has a Sagittarius dominant chart, which is masculine mm. energy. So yes, yes. Masculine energy. So that's helped me mm -hmm. to understand like the, the dynamic. So once yes. we've come to a point where we understand, hey, okay, these are how these energies are working. Another thing that I think people don't realize, the twin flame connection, yes, it's, it's personal between you and your divine counterpart, but we're technically all connected. It's a collective energy that we're helping as we work out yes. our issues. Yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely, Definitely collective energy. <laughs> because we're in, we're in this together, you know? Mm -hmm. We're all in this together. We're all in this boat together, guys. We're in this world together. So we are here to help each other out. There's no me for me. It's, <laughs> there's none of that. Yes. It's us as a collective. And I think that that helps us realize how much more important this journey is than we would if, as just looking at it like, oh, I'm just having some problems with this person that I'm so connected to. Yeah. As, you know, as we work on mm -hmm. our relationship, we're helping the entire Divine Collective. And that... Yes. Woo! <laughs> that's the mission. It feels good. It does. That is the mission. Now... And you know, it's just, funny because I pulled out a double mission card here. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 you're fine. That's I, I, I called upon you because I knew you had a lot to offer, you know, to this conversation. But what did you pull? Your thing is like, yeah, I pulled um, some more angel cards here. And what you're talking about here about the mission, mm -hmm. it's like it's resonating with the card that I pull here. Ah. Yeah, so you're you're definitely feeling that energy here. We so, know. Yes, we have a purpose. Yes, we do. And we know sometimes, like intuitively, it'll, it hits people at different points because um, remember me and you were talking about before, there's like different waves of the twin flame. Like some are came through Different waves there. of twin flames. Yes. So different yes. waves feel things so on different levels. Yes. So we, um, Ellie Vish and I, we are on the Indigo we're indigos yes. so we are the blue wave the blue ray wave and a lot of people that are on the same wave as us can resonate with what we are going through at this current timeline yes and you know we have waves that came before us the golden rays they're like probably if and some of them may have came into union and some of them may have not mm -hmm. and um I believe that's just all on how you align yourself. So if you want to come into union, you have to, you know, you have to learn how to harness the twin flame dynamic energy within yourself, the, the masculine and the, the feminine within you. Um, it, you know, you got to balance. It's, it's all about balance. Yes, ma'am. say that. It's all, it's all about balance. Yes. So if you're unbalanced, you're, you're going to not, you're not going to be in alignment with the right frequency. Yes. And our imbalances affect our divine counterparts too. And their imbalances affect us. So we basically mirror back to them. Say yes. that again. <laughs> yes, we mirror. Yes. We have this cord that connects us, that it's a silver cord that 
binds us and it's for life it's for eternity so you can try to cut this cord all you want okay and i must warn everybody because a lot of the twin flame and especially the, the feminine wants to cut the cord this silver cord here that is a divine union and they end up hurting themselves in the process girl you you just that smacked me in the you face know, it's, it's feel like you're dying if you do that yes I've, I've tried <laughs> I have tried yeah I've, don't <laughs> don't do yes it. <laughs> it's, it's the one I thing we both tried it <laughs> yes and, and several times I did too and it's like so for me to explain this to people I met my twin flame when I was mm-hmm. not trying to meet anybody because I had just got out of yes. a long relationship that was disastrous. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this person appeared, it was just kind of like, it felt like they fell from the sky, to be honest. And the connection was strong yes. even before we met in person. <laughs> like we met on an app for the first Android phone. This was like 10 years ago. And we felt really connected. Yeah over the internet and through phone conversations and stuff. And then we actually met and it was electric. And I noticed that a lot of people, one of the markers that they feel for their twin is a feeling they've never felt before for a person. Was it like that for you? Well, I met my twin when I was a young child. Oh, okay. But immediately I felt a bond to this person and it's, I didn't understand because I was too young to understand what a connection even was. Mm-hmm. But, and I basically aw- awoken first to a catalyst. So I, re- I connected with a catalyst before connecting to my twin flame. Mm-hmm. And um, that didn't work out. It took me over three years to get over. And then when I finally reconnected with my twin, my twin flame, like these signs won't stop. I kept seeing their birth date over and over again. Mm. And this person came into my dreams before we reconnected. Wow. And it, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna discuss the dream because it's really um, personal. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> That's okay. But yeah, I was like, I was like, why am I feeling like this towards this person? I shouldn't be feeling like this towards this person because our connection is almost forbidden. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not something that normal people accept, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and this is, this, this is a, a why a lot of questions come also to break this old template of what is acceptable, what is not acceptable, you know? Yes. If we label too much into relationships, we put labels on everything. And then, you know, like, it's, it's like, we're trying to break that boundary. We're trying to break the old template like if it's a connection if it's love it's, it's a connection you can't stop it you know i agree because i feel like so, a lot of people yes i definitely felt that what yeah that connection immediately yeah because some people feel like um one of the reasons it's hard for people to wrap their hand, heads around a twin flame connection is because it defies normal relationship rules so to speak yes yes there's and nothing. You know, not there. everybody's gonna. Yeah, not everybody's gonna resonate with me though, because like it's, some some might resonate with you more, and some might resonate with me too. So, listen, you the are twin so twin right. It's so unique. Everybody goes through different, you know, um, different. Yeah, they go through different stories, you know. But that's your own grand love story. 
But I know that the process to get to union is all the same. Okay, it's all the same, but your story is, is you know, unique and personal to yourself, you and your twin. I agree. It's a story that you both created, you know? Yeah, so this is a divine plan. You've already agreed in a spiritual level yes. to, to go through this, even if your, like, 3D human self isn't really aware of this. You know what I mean? And I feel, this brings me into something yes. else that I know you understand it seems like the divine feminine counterpart understands this first. In my experience with talking yeah. to a lot of people, it's usually the masculine that's like not understanding what's going on and that's like fearful. <laughs> I mean, we have fear too, but because we're receptive, it's easier mm -hmm. for us to like digest this information and accept it and open ourselves up to, you know, that connection. It's, yeah. it's really interesting. I feel like the divine masculine has been on earth far more longer than the divine feminine has and many more times okay. incarnated onto this uh, plane. And the reason why I feel like that is because they're, they're basically called the matrix twin and the matrix twin deals with survival, the ego, you know, um, stability, surviving in the street. Basically they have to go through some really, really messed up situations yeah and you know unfortunately some of some of them commit suicide because it's so hard wow and you know it's, it's not a good way out yeah but it's you know that's why i say you know don't be too harsh on your divine masculine they have been through a lot and you know we just try we gotta try to put ourselves in their their shoes you know not a lot of feminists are not understanding it because they don't understand why the masculine is not open to their emotions it's because they have to shut it off yeah. In order to survive in this. Wow, that makes so much sense. To be a little more understanding because, yeah, they're, they're not coming from the same place we are. Yes, we are the, their divine counterparts, but we've been in. Other, we've been incarnating in other planets, not just Earth. This, yeah. The divine feminine, we are more spiritual because we have incarnated onto other planets like Pleiades. You know, we've been in Atlantis, you know? Yeah. So, we are more spiritually open and attuned to the divine and this, this is why I believe the way that we did so that we are the first to awaken and you know become some sort of teacher to the our divine counterparts because we are the yeah and this is why we become the chaser because we are just trying to awaken our divine masculine to their full power and you know what they're capable of doing they're like the they're like the best manifester they just don't know their power yet okay they can manifest so many things into reality you can believe that and they just don't know it and that's interesting when you said that that resonated with me and i i know like these comments that yeah they don't know it yeah mm -hmm. that actually like it again i'm getting smacked in the face i love talking to you because <laughs> <laughs> There's so many moments of that because I feel like, okay, you have this intense um, connection with a person, which we both, I, I feel like my divine masculine felt yes. you, but me being more receptive and mm -hmm. open to my feelings, they were too much for him. They were often too much for him, like to the point where yeah. they created a back and forth dynamic. I literally went back and forth with this person. I've known them for 10 years. It's intense. Yeah, we went back and forth for six out of that 10 years. 
And I'm just sitting there thinking something was wrong with me. And I think a lot of divine feminines feel this same thing. Like the rejection that you get because of the fear that is, you know, heavy mm-hmm. in your twin, since they're like you said, in that survival state, it makes them run. They can't deal with it. They, they try to deny the connection. Yes. They're denying their feelings. And by proxy, mm-hmm. they're denying you. And you take it like, oh my God. Like, it's the most painful thing I've ever been through in my life. As far as a relationship connection. It is. And you, and you know, I want to let a lot of the divine feminine know that it's not you that they're running from. It's, they're running from themselves. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys hear that a lot. They're running from themselves. It's the fear. The fear is real. Because they can't believe that someone can actually love them this much, you mm-hmm. know, with this much intensity. They, 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 they don't want to believe that because they've been put in situations where they were cheated on, where they were probably doing cheating because they didn't have any connection with this person, you know, and they've been put in situations where they were backstabbed, you know, all sorts of situations where, you know, that prevented them from fully trusting another human being. Mm-hmm. And to say that, oh, I love you with all my heart. I don't care, you know, what happens. You know, to them, that's that's triggering something in them. Like, that's that's triggering something in them to that that they need to work on, basically. Yes, yes. We tr- listen. I believe both counterparts trigger each other, but a common theme <laughs> that I see. Oh yeah. Is that like okay? I'll put it to you this way. My twin triggered in me the fact that I needed to establish boundaries, just in general in this mm-hmm. lifetime, in relationships. Yes. Work, that like them constantly running over my boundaries made me more aware of the fact mm. that I didn't have any. So that was yeah. the gift that was given to me from him to learn how to have those boundaries and to incorporate them in my life. And then at the same time, since we're both occurring yes. things to each other, which just so y'all know, you can have all types of soulmates. Mm-hmm. Soulmates are not necessarily a romantic connection, but you can have all types of soulmates that mirror stuff to you too. Mm-hmm. But in the twin flame connection, for me, it just it's so much more intense because it's the same energy. Mm-hmm. Like so you guys are on the same playing yes. field. And they don't like what you mirror back to them. You'll hold up a mirror showing them their stuff no. they need to work on, and they're like, oh hell no. Oh hell no. <laughs> Peace. Because because no no but nobody wants their pride, you know. Yeah. Getting I pushed down. Like that's that's like, you know, the it's like exposing somebody. They don't want to feel bare, like, oh no. Like this person is like exposing me. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean naked, that's how they real. feel. <laughs> yeah, you feel naked, you're like, oh man. <laughs> it's like, like you know, naked. some people <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they want you know, they want some secrets to be their secrets. They don't want everything out here on the table. Child, you, you are, are preaching, preach! Yeah, they're not comfortable with that, you know, they're not they're <laughs> that's how we know that the masculine needs a lot of work, you know, and we gotta allow them to work on themselves, and what better time than Mercury retrograde, right? Yes, ma'am. This, this is especially important because I feel like we're reviewing and renewing a lot of things like you're honoring some of the things yes. might have pushed to the side and not dealt with they're popping back up mm-hmm. deal with emotionally especially with mercury being retrograde in pisces so i've used this time mm-hmm. to really kind of get in tune with my journey where 
where I was, where I am now, and you know, how I just look at the dynamic. And what I've learned is I've grown so much. I wouldn't have thought two years ago I would be in the place yeah. now. Like I, I've, I'm, I've accepted the connection. So you said something earlier that stuck out to me about the silver cord. You know mm-hmm. that that's connecting us. Well, yes. Here's what I learned. So basically, yeah. Go ahead. I what I learned was I kept trying to cut that cord, and when I stopped trying to cut the cord, that's when everything changed. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that was me too. <laughs> Just like, eh, snip, snip. <laughs> no, I meant like, so, ba- yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, so like the cord runs back and forth. So if you're trying to hurt them by cutting the cord, you're going to end up hurting yourself. Yes, they will be hurt, but that's just going to be reflected back to you. So, you know, there's no point in trying to do that. I know it, it hurts because you don't want to see them, you know, running away from this connection, mm-hmm. but they can run, a, they can run. Wait a minute, I lost you. Connecting just as much as you are. You know what? You're right. I, okay, so here's here's a big thing. This is the place that I got to, y'all. For anybody that feels like they're suffering because of their twin flame connection that keeps, you know, you, mm-hmm. well, fuck them. Like, frankly, that's, that's usually, <laughs> or like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm sick of this shit. Like, all this stuff. I was there. That's uh-huh. denying your connection. Yes. And it sounds counterintuitive because you would figure like if you're experiencing all this stuff from somebody, like, of course, you're not going to want to be connected to them anymore. But it's an energetic connection. That's why you it doesn't matter what you're in the physical. It's energetically there. You you just have to accept it. That's what I had to do. Exactly. And and the reason why it hurts so much is because you're fighting against it. Mm -hmm. You're not seeing the connection as it's meant to be, a spiritual one. You know, like I said, it has to be spiritual first before we bring it into the physical. So un- unless, you know, rises to their full potential, they're, they're going to be stuck in this, um, you know, back and forth thing. And you're just helping them by thinking negatively, you know, and not surrendering to this union and just letting it be and just flowing with it instead of against the waves. Yeah, because we want control too much. Well, at least I did. Like, Yeah, we do. I'm like, okay, in my head, when this union first came about, I was like, oh, well, if you love somebody that much, you should just be with them. That's the entire thing yeah. I thought. I didn't care about, oh, they had lessons to yeah, go out and life to learn. Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely I yeah. felt messed up inside because I'm like, well, why does this person want to be with me? And then I realized... I have work to do on me, which brings me to the next thing. People Mm -hmm. in this connection sometimes, like I'll get messages from people that like kind of want help through it. And one of their big things is Mm -hmm. the confusion of being rejected makes them feel like there's something wrong with them. And Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say anybody, everybody doesn't have work to do on themselves. We all do. But when you feel like something is wrong with you. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, definitely. But when you feel like something's wrong with you and that's why someone's rejecting you, that doesn't make you work Mm -hmm. on yourself, really. What that makes you do is obsess about, oh my God, well, why don't they want to be with me? And then that sends you in like a spiral and you're not helping yourself and you're not helping them. Yeah, exactly. So that's why it's... 
best is just surrender. You know, just give it to the universe. Let the universe handle it. And, you know, like I said, the more you push with this connection, the more they're going to pull. And that's what it is. Push, pull. So just release. She's so right, y'all. Stan, you grip. You know, think about Stan, okay? When you grip it in your hand, what does it do? It speaks right through your hand. Yes. But try holding that stand, just, you know, giving it enough room to bend back and forth. It's going to stay. Yes, if you, like... But, you know... Wow, you just... Ooh, girl, I got a visual. Thank you. If you're you're clenching your hand with sand, it's all going to just fall through. But if you hold your hand flat and you're open and you're receiving, you've surrendered. Yes. That sand will settle in your hand. Yes. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. That's why I'm saying the connection doesn't go anywhere. It's there. It's always going to be there. It's, it's, it's the way that we're thinking. It's not, it's going to, not going to be there forever. We think it's, we're going to lose this connection. And this is why we trip. You know, this is why we're, we're going nuts. Like, oh my gosh, what do I have to do to get him to stay? What do I have to do to get him to come back? Don't. Don't. Work on yourself. The more you work on yourself, that helps your master as well. Because this is how that cord works, that silver cord that I talked about earlier. This is how it works. This is how you're able to pass that information back and forth to each other. This cord is your lifeline. Think of it as your lifeline, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's why I say when you try to cut this cord, you're going to feel like you're dying. You're like, you're trying to cut your lifeline. Yes, yes, and I'm sure the divine masculine feels like that too. Even though a lot of them will not. Oh yeah, they they feel it. They feel it, and, and they it, they will be angry about it too. They don't even know why. <laughs> like we pissed them off. They're just this big mad <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> like oh, you're a big mad. Why are you big mad? Like don't be big mad. <laughs> like chill out. Like, <laughs> But we do the same thing, and I feel like um, mm-hmm. the whole runner chaser dynamic again too. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay, and if anybody gets mad at this, I'm sorry, but this is just <laughs> this is just how I look at things. When we talk about masculine mm-hmm. energy versus feminine energy, one of the big differences you need to realize is masculine energy is projective. Okay, feminine energy is receptive. Typically, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying there's anything wrong with mm-hmm. men. Like, some women like that. That's how your chart is set up. But mm-hmm. for the most part, aren't <laughs> you two men approaching us, chasing us? Yes. So when mm-hmm. the dynamic is changed around and you find yourself as the divine feminine chasing, chasing your divine mm-hmm. masculine, you're like, something feels wrong about this. Like, <laughs> something's off. He's the yes. hunter. I'm supposed to be the hunted. Why <laughs> am I being the hunter? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It, it, it really is. What do it, you think about that? I feel that's when we take too much of the masculine energy. That's when we're unbalanced. That's why I think you have to learn how to balance your energy, to harness the divine, you know, masculine and divine feminine energy within yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when you're embodying too much of the masculine, you're going to be what the masculine is supposed to do, chasing. And when you're chasing, the masculine is going to draw more towards his feminine side and be, you know, playing hard to get, kind of. <laughs> yes. You know? So remember, when you're unbalanced, when you're unbalanced and you're doing the chasing, the masculine is going to feel... So more because you're feeling more masculine. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's why I'm talking about the, the mirroring. That's how the mirroring works, you know? That is very important for us to realize because I know there are some twin flames that are doing well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that are close to union or, or are in union. But one thing that I yeah. had to do to surrender was recognize something about the twin flame union that we all should know. This is a mission mm-hmm. to teach you unconditional love. Yes. Unconditional love for yourself, unconditional love for the divine masculine, and ultimately, mm-hmm. I feel uh, unconditional love for the collective. For the whole collective, yes. And part of loving somebody in condi- unconditionally, that means the person you love should feel free. That means yes. there are no restrictions. That means that mm-hmm. you're putting their needs before yours in some ways. Not mm-hmm. now. There's a balance with that too because you can go yes. far to the left, but mm-hmm. it, it is about unconditional love. So that's why I didn't come complete with my acceptance of this situation until I actually said to myself, "I know I am willing to love this person unconditionally for the rest of my life, whether or not they are in my physical life or not." Yes. And that's a hard pill for a lot of people. To oh, say. yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get to that stage because your mind is always, you know, and when I say your mind, I feel that's the ego talking. Okay. You know, it's like the ego, the ego trying to pull you back in, you know, because that's survival for us. You know, we, we want to stay in that, you know, that space where we want to know, you know, we're comfortable where we're at. But at the same time, we're not allowing ourselves to grow. Mhm. Mhm. So, yeah, we have we have to surrender. We have to keep growing. We can't let our ego keep us bound in this energy forever. We have to grow out of that energy if we want this union to come together. Yes. It's all on you, Divine Feminine. You are so powerful. You don't even realize it. You need to shift your mindset. If you can balance yourself and surrender and, you know, so many blessings can can come your way and for the divine masculine I believe you're helping them out as- I, I feel you on like a thousand levels like, <laughs> like a thousand <laughs> levels on that because part of this acceptance and surrendering is centered in I, I hate to say this because people get offended but you have to deal with the reality of the situation which is we're all here to learn our lessons Yes. And we learn our lessons by interacting mm-hmm. with other people, which brings me to the next subject. There's a lot of divine feminines that I've talked to who get very triggered by their twin dealing with other people or, you yeah. know, meeting other people, being in relationships with other people. But they're not understanding, I think, that in order for your twin to learn some of his lessons, that's necessary. Mm-hmm. He's not going to learn. The, I mean, yes. He's not going to learn everything that he needs to learn this lifetime just strictly through you. Yes. <laughs> you're not going to teach them everything. You can teach them things that's on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. but you're not going to teach them, you know, lessons that they need. And also karmic contracts. Some of them still have karmics that they need to release mm-hmm. in this lifetime from previous lifetimes that they've carried on to this lifetime. So, you know, they have debt to pay. So unless, you know, they release these baggage, these, you know, these karmic debts, you know, they can't come together with you in a full union without having something that's going to keep them running back, you know, 
with the runner chaser again here we go with the runner chaser again you know mm-hmm. you're gonna keep going back and forth in and out of this connection because we still have that healing to do and that healing has nothing to do with you it has to deal with that karmic you know person that they they have to have this you know this debt with exactly exactly and just so people understand exactly where you're coming from when we're talking about like karmic um contracts that they have to fulfill what does that mean Mm -hmm. the karmic contracts are basically you you've probably made a vow to another person in the previous lifetime that you know you were to be together in your next lifetime that is a contract or you may have killed this person you may have hurted them it's, it's so many different things and you know I would highly suggest um, one of those past life regression sessions mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they will really help you you know get into more of the core issues of what you're dealing with here and I know with numerology you can actually find a lot of information on your your karm, your karmic past life yes yes so there's there's a lot of different ways where you can you know find out information on you know on this but Yes, that's what I mean. Like, you know, there's so many different kind of karmic situations that you bring into the next lifetime with you. I, I definitely agree. I had a past life regression session unexpectedly. Um, somebody actually gifted that to me because I did um, oh. I did some readings for them. And they're like, I know this really great guy. Um, he's done amazing work for me. So she gifted me a session with him. And oh, great. During the session, I had stuff come back, but it was really like the two to three weeks after that, that I just kept continuously having these downloads. And because, you know, I'm like heavy into astrology, I always tie stuff back into astrology. So I started having these memories and different things coming up with my twin and then with other people. And then I looked at our charts and mm-hmm. I I figured out a mystery. Remember you said this is like a mystery that has to be solved? Yes. <laughs> I figured something out. Now for me, <laughs> this might not be the same with everybody, but just to give you an example so that yes. you know, kind of understand, like I have, um, I have a lot of South Node and North Node contacts with my twin. Your South Node is past life stuff. Energy is perfected. Your North Node is your purpose now. So... Mm. My twin's south node is in Sagittarius, and he has a lot of other Sagittarius placements too. And what I got from my past life regression is that in several different lifetimes, he had to have a lot of freedom. And I made the decision, this is the only way I can have him in my life if I honor the freedom that he needs. But I was uncomfortable with mm. it. There was no, he wouldn't commit oh. to me, you know what I mean? And he would just pop uh, yeah. out. And we have this cycle over lifetime. So in this lifetime, his south, oh, wow. yeah, his south node is telling him freedom, freedom, freedom. This is what I'm used to, freedom. But that's not what <laughs> his north node purpose is in Gemini. Yeah. So it's like oh. I, I suddenly understood. I was like, oh my god, this person is stuck in like their loop of what they've been doing. So they're acting the same and getting mad at me. Like, why won't you accept my freedom? Uh. You accepted it before. <laughs> Well, I have come wow. in this lifetime to be fully self-expressed and to take my power back. So that power dynamic that we were fighting over in all those other past lifetimes, you know, this time it needs to be settled. But I'm not the only person that was affected by him wanting to be free all them lifetimes. So he's got karma to wrap up with that. That's just how 
Oh, wow. It is, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I discovered. So I really think it's, it's amazing that you tied that into like maybe looking at depression, numerology, etc. And I wanted to tell everybody, mm-hmm. Indigo does amazing videos. You can check her out on YouTube. She's Spiritual Vixen with- Oh, thank you. And every time I'm watching one of her videos that she's pulling for the Twin Flame Collective, for me, stuff resonates. And I just, yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. You just have this way about you of tying things together. And I know you've got some messages for us today. So I'm like, let's get into it. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So I normally don't pull a regular spread uh, like a lot of the tarot readers do. Mm-hmm. I normally just ask angels to give me a story. And whatever comes out, I, and I put it together and, you know, and see what comes to mind after that. Okay, so the first card that I pulled that was at the split of the deck was the High Priestess. And... Ooh. Wait a minute, I think I lost So, you. Divine Sem... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so the High Priestess is the Divine Feminine because this is talking about intuition. And it's also a Pisces card, and we are in retrograde in Pisces, so how fitting for this card to come up at this time. And besides her, we have the Wheel of Fortune here, where this is talking about changes, and the Six of Wands. The Six of Wands is, if I can pick this up here, Six of Wands is about fire, movement, passion. So I believe the, the Divine Feminine is changing some employment okay you know so maybe something that they're getting into here that's dealing with their passion okay so something they're passionate about so this is what's on the divine feminine mind at this time while we see here with the seven courts in reverse for the divine masculine this card is about um hope um hoping for changes source is all about thought so they're really in their mind a lot right now at the moment Okay. So, but this card was in reverse. So the divine masculine is feeling there is no hope in this situation, and I I ask for clarification on what the divine masculine is thinking about. Okay. And the lo- the two of cups came up in reverse. The two of cups is a twin flame card for me. Okay. And it's it's, it's about sharing this two cups in union, but that's in reverse. So we know that. The union for the twin flame is in is on hold, so this is probably why the masculine is feeling, you know, they're feeling some sort of loss of hope. And right, be, right besides that was the seven of cups. So I believe the divine masculine has a lot of options at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's another thing that I wanted to bring up. They might be having options with karmic. Or they they might be dealing with like um, their past lifestyle that they just can't seem to move on from. Ah. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> the next. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that it gets interesting. It gets more interesting as we go further into the reading. We have the strength card here in reverse and. The five of wands in reverse. The five of wands is talking about um, fighting. Okay. I feel as though the divine masculine right now, they feel like 
they don't have the strength to get out of the situation. They don't have the strength. They, it's just feelings. They're feeling like they don't have the strength. But, you know, they're done fighting this. They, they don't want to fight no more. They don't want this push and pull with the divine feminine. And I had an angel card on top of that that says, give your relationship a chance. Work on your partnership. So they know that they have to come to the divine, divine feminine. I feel like there is some sort of apology that's owed in this situation. Somebody owes somebody something. Okay. Wow. And then I have the death card. <clears throat> we read the death card in reverse the other day, but I felt angels were telling me it was upright. So the death card here signifies that the divine masculine um, is is not letting their um, is not letting their their true feelings be known to the divine feminine because underneath that we have the the lovers in reverse. Oh, okay. And that was clarified with the deception card. Now, the deception card, at first I read it as they were dealing with a karmic, but as I delved deeper into this energy, it's more of, because it says here, someone is wearing a false mask in this relationship. So the deception here is the masculine is not fully disclosing their feelings to the divine feminine. Okay. And that's why the lovers is in reverse, because they're, you know... But they want to put a, an end to that because that's why the death card came up upright. They want to put an end to this deception here. They want to they want to kill that. They want to kill the deception. They, although they don't have the strength to come forward, but they, they you know they want to end this battle that you guys got going on here. Because this battle is probably taking a toll on them more than we know. Yes, and you know we we're probably not understanding it because we're more you know into our feelings our hurt we were not seeing their hurt that's that's and deep. here i had yeah and so i have an overall energy here in the present moment so the cards that i pulled up those were past energy the cards that i'm currently feeling here with the divine masculine and where what what their headspace is what their feelings are at the moment they're taking a rest with the four swords here okay um they're probably getting into you know that space where they're trying to go deep within and understand what this connection is and why you know, they're, they're basically waking up this this is the process that we had to go to uh, had to go through too mm-hmm. when we were waking up so they're also going through that that process as well right now so i want to you know let the feminine know that we have to be a little more understanding um so they're going through a lot at the moment so we have to be a little more understanding because we went through the same thing the dark night of the soul it's not a it's not an easy thing to go through not at all yeah it's a stripping of your soul you know and rebirth transformation that's yeah. hard <laughs> definitely is hard and I think it's important that you said what you did about we have to have that same like patience and understanding for what they're going through mm-hmm. because we went through that ourselves and we don't even think about yes. what we're going through it's more so like oh my god look what you flipped me through exactly and you know we're, we're not trying to see it from their point of point of view but you know it's okay it's, it's, it's something that has to happen but this is why we are here giving you the messages because, you know, the angels want you to hear these messages for a reason because they want you, they don't want you to be in that space because they know union has to happen. So for everybody that is listening to this, you know, podcast, 
I want you to know that you have the power, Divine Feminine. You can shift this whole dynamic with just your thoughts alone. We can definitely shift it. And the, the thing is, yes. holding your power and knowing that is important because most of us feel powerless. Yes. We feel like we don't have the potential to bring this into, you know, into fruition. But we can and we are able to. We got to believe in our power. And that's another lesson that we have to learn. <laughs> yes, yes. And just so y'all know, part of the reason why I love her so much is because she'll, when she asks for the story from the angels, she's also very musically inclined with it. Besides the fact that you have a oh, yes. voice, like we, like, don't even get me started. I, <laughs> your, your, your whole face off, child. But... You know, there were some songs and things that came up. Like when I watched your your last reading, what you had on loop. Mm-hmm. What do you pick yes. up? What songs are you picking up and what are you getting from them? Okay, so uh, you want to talk about this reading or the other reading? Um, This one, this one. Okay, so the songs that I pulled out for when I, I, I was channeling some songs while, you know, shuffling the, the deck and some parts fell out for a certain song. So the first thing that, that fell out was the high pieces and basically the, the masculine and the feminine parts came out. And the song that I channeled was Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran. Okay, okay. And and the last song that I channeled was, oh no wait, I'm gonna go with the second card. The second card that we pulled out was that Seven of Cups. And it's funny because I pulled that out right when that song Say Ah came on my trade song. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, do y'all know this song? Seriously, you know, <laughs> party song, go girl. It's your birthday. Bye. <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, ooh. So like with that one, and then you pull in the seven of cups for the divine masculine. Uh huh. And saying there's all these options. I'm sorry, this yeah. is fast, but like I'm like, oh, pussy options, seven of cups, seven pussies. I don't know what I <laughs> but that's how I took it. They're in their partying, in their options. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what whoa. Seven cups of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> that's definitely what it is. A cup of pussy. <laughs> definitely cup of pussy. Because, <laughs> like, a cup, like, to me, like, when I think of the divine feminine, your womb is, like, uh-huh. a cup. And, you know, it, it's receptive. Yes. So, that's, yes. you know, that's what I got. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that ties into it. And with the with the songs that you're channeling for, if you think about the lyrics, like even like thinking out loud, come on now. Yes. Yes. Does that does that it, it, not you resonate? Know, <laughs> it does resonate. And then you know, like I got a really good song too. Um, this was channeled right when I pulled the next part after the divine masculine comes out of the rest the resting uh, phase where they've come out of the dark night of the soul and they're ready to take action. Um, they want to come towards this divine feminine here because I pulled the divine, the high priestess yet again. Wow. For where this divine masculine is heading towards. They're, they're heading towards calmer water to towards the divine feminine. 
They want to be with her because they're coming out of here as a single person here with the Eight of Pentacles. They're in their full glory. They got the money. They got the pentacles. They got the coins. They're thinking back here with the Six of Cups here, you know, into the memories, the past memories that they shared with the Divine Feminine. And even, you know, crossing past lives that they're having memories with the Divine Feminine here. And um, that song, the, the last song I, I had for that part was Griffin, Feel Good. Okay. And oh my gosh, that song resonates so well because they're talking about, you know, I have too much pride. I don't want to ask for help. Uh, please help me see the light. I, you know, it just resonates so well with what the Divine Masculine is asking of the Divine Feminine. Yeah. Like, I have too much pride to ask for help. You know, but I want this. I want this as much as you do. And you make me feel good, you know? Yeah. You make me, you make me feel good. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and the dealing with that, you know, just because we don't know about that in the physical doesn't mean that's not what's actually going on. And I think that's what a lot of people's problems are. Yeah. Caught up in, you know, what's actually going on in the physical that they can't really... They can't even really open themselves up to the possibility that there's so much going on under the surface. And with Pisces season, yes. you know, no. everything mm-hmm. is kind of hidden, misty. Like, you, you, you won't be sure of things. Yes. Especially with Mercury. Yeah, so basically, you know, a lot of misunderstanding. <laughs> oh, yes. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up with the, you know, a lot of misunderstanding. So you might, you know, Divine Feminine might feel a lot of, you know, they might have a lot of some misunderstanding with the Divine Masculine. You know, don't trust what you see, especially on social media. Mm. The social media is the devil. It is a lie, okay? Especially Instagram. I'm not even going to go there with Instagram. <laughs> but yes, don't trust what you see on, on social media because everything is just a facade. It's just... You know, it's not real. It's all smoke and, and mirror. You know, it's not. It's not what is the real. Yeah. It's not. You know, it's not what's really happening. Okay. So, it's like a front in a way. Like that's that's where people go sometimes because you know whatever confusion or whatever they're feeling, they have to let it out, or they've got to look a certain way, or be a certain way, or act a certain way to make themselves feel better. But that might not be what's going on. Yes. Exactly. Exactly how I feel. So if we and yeah, so that, we're messing ourselves up, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Don't don't you know? Don't try to feel this more on you know a spiritual level because that's what it is. It's a spiritual connection. Just what you're feeling. Just know that what you're feeling. The angels are confirming that this is a true love here because I I pulled out from the romance angels the true love for this overall connection okay they're confirming here that this is a twin flame connection trust that the message that you are for your highest good even if you feel it's not resonating with you it right. might resonate with you in the future because like I said we're all on different waves of ascension mm. we all have a wave of the twin flame that we you know and but other people that are on the same wave, they're your soul family. Yeah. That's how we connected. Yes, ma'am. That is exactly. Yeah, how- that's how we connected. So that's that's where soul family comes about. Yeah. So 
we're yeah, so we're going through the same thing at the same time. Exactly. We're Which able to help each other. Yes. We're able to understand what the other is going through, and we hold no judgment whatsoever because we understand. We understand where your family, your blood family, may not. That's that's important too, because like when you talk about this yes. with other people, they just think you're crazy. They do think you're crazy. That's that's a given. <laughs> that's like, no doubt in my mind. As soon as you bring twin flame up, you'll get the big eye roll immediately. Yup, yeah, people are like, you're just <laughs> making excuses for narcissistic behavior. <laughs> you are, you don't, why do, why do you even deal with that? What is wrong? Yeah. I know. So it's important to know and you, who you can speak to about it. Yeah, it's definitely important because you can't just open up yourself to, you know, people that won't understand this connection because you're just going to get you know, you're going to get side remarks that you don't want to hear. And that's just going to bring your energy level down. Yes. You know, why Why sit there and listen to something negative? Because this person doesn't understand where you're coming from. You know, don't open, don't do that to yourself. Don't <laughs> open yourself up to somebody that's going to, you know, beat you down because they don't understand. They're ignorant to the situation here. Yep. You know. Yep. Use your intuition, okay? Yes, use your, use your discernment. Discern between, like, because I mean, some people really think they're helping you when they're when they're yes. talking that, but it's just because they're coming from a place of non-understanding. So, though yes. they may be genuinely thinking they're helping you, if mm-hmm. it would be, it's it's like saying, all right, let's say something's wrong with you physically, and you really should be going to see a doctor who actually knows what mm-hmm. the hell they're talking about, but you call your yeah. friends like. Oh, I've got like this this lump, and they're like, they're telling you all this stuff that they think it is. They're not. They're not a medical <laughs> Why are you listening to them? You know, like, exactly. They're never. That's gonna a perfect analogy, by the way. Because <laughs> it's like, of course you're going to sound crazy to them, like, and of course you're exactly. Be like, okay, well, I guess I won't see a doctor now. No. <laughs> You you've got to know the difference, yes. Because like I yes, just I don't even I don't even speak on it's it's hard enough to speak on general spiritual stuff with some people, let alone this. Exactly. A lot of people they don't believe it, you know. And I I've noticed like a shift where a lot of a lot of people that are awakening, like like they're not they're not like friends with their childhood friends no more. They they slowly just shift apart. Yes. And it's because you're trying to find energies that you're more in tune with. Yes. Yes. I, I noticed that so, too. Like that's, you, that's the reason that's the reason why you like Yeah. That you were close to forever. It's just like once you mm-hmm. start unwinding spiritually, you're just like you don't even feel comfortable anymore. It's hard to figure out where you fit in. Oh, and I wanted to ask you Exactly. With your card pulls and the things that you do surrounding this, I feel like because you're experienced and, and you've traveled on this journey yourself, that's why there's such a genuine, like, I don't know, like vibe about it because there's so much information on the internet and so many people that talk about this. And I'll hear stuff sometimes and be like, what? Where, what? what? <laughs> but again, there's that resonance. If it don't resonate, then you know, perhaps that's not for you, or perhaps it is for you, but you don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know... A lot of people, I know they're trying to make money, you know, everybody got to yeah. make money this way. 
But a lot of information that are being passed are not resonating because the person may not even be on this twin flame journey. Yep. They're just in it to make money. Yep. You know, there's so many of that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even going to point out any. I'm just saying there's so many of that. Yeah, there are. So, there are. You know, we're not getting paid to do this. We're we're genuinely passing these messages as they come because this is what we are we're being called to do. Yes. Because this is the collective energy, you know? Yes, and we know it's gonna be, you know, this energy is gonna affect you on your journey. Yes. What I do exactly. is gonna affect you. Like it's the connectedness, that's another reminder of Pisces season. We have Neptune in Pisces currently, Vesta's in Pisces, and then you know, Mercury in Pisces. And all of these um, energies being in that sign, I think we should utilize that to the best of our ability. So you've got to know and got to look for, you know, the intuitive part of it, because stuff on the surface is not going to appear yes. what it seems. And if you're looking mm -hmm. more so for proof in the 3D, that's where a lot of us get messed up at. Because like you said, this yes. is spiritual. it starts in spirit first. Yes, exactly. It starts from the spirit first. And, you know, if, if the readings not resonate for you, I always recommend getting a personal reading. And, you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to pay for it. But, you know, these information, like the channeler, they're, they're basically using their, their energy to channel yes. these messages for you. That is very draining. And if, if you do, if you know anything about energy work, you'll know how draining this can be yes. when you channel. So I feel, you know, that's when you, you kind of accept some sort of donation in, in exchange for these energies. Yes. Like if we're doing like a collective energy like what we're doing now, there's no reason to charge people for that because you're, you're just doing a reading for a collective. You know, you're helping humanity and you're also helping yourself and your twin flame on you know, your journey as well. I agree because, you know, some people, and I'll even put it to you like this. When we talk about energy, energy mm -hmm. is kind of like a currency because like you ever hear somebody say like, yeah into something you're giving your attention in exchange for something so money exactly. is also currency so if it's a one-to-one -one situation where you're approaching someone for help and guidance you know mm -hmm. it should be equal exchange that's what i believe in exactly equal exchange exactly what i believe in as well yes and this is why i have no issues doing like you know collective reading i love doing it because i need to hear the message as well I might not be understanding what I'm, you know, channeling at the moment because it's just like free flowing through me. Yeah. But when I watch, when I watch the videos or, you know, the reading again, I'm like, man, <laughs> that really hit it on the nail for me. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> That's how I feel when like I connect to, to your channels. And again, make sure you guys, just so that you can stay abreast of what Indigo's doing, make sure you hit up her, her YouTube channel. Um, spiritual vixen with two X's. And then how do they find you? Like, let's say someone sees a message for the collective and then feels compelled to contact you to do a reading specifically for their situation. Okay, so, you know, as long as you can get to my YouTube channel, I have information, you know, down the bars, um, you know, underneath the tab that shows my website and my email address and how you can get a personal reading from me okay um, i'm on instago it's at instago.com forward slash uh spiritual victim the two x and i'm also on instagram you can dm me if you have any questions at spiritual victim uh, spiritual victim the two x again please hit her up because i'm telling you 
the the ability first of all i, t- I told her this yesterday <laughs> the ability to be open to spirit <laughs> is literally like freestyling like i i i equated yeah. to like my experience like i started rapping when i was 12 and one of the things that i realized yes. to do it was like i was channeling my higher self it was like stuff would just come out and even later in life it's amazing yeah you're amazing by the way oh my god i I, I get so blown away with you rap like dude (laughs) killing it like seriously and i'd be all shy i'm like oh but you know what happens because of traumatic events and stuff like um like in my 20s i completely lost the ability to freestyle during that time because i was like off to myself like I felt like oh, me wow. was like channeling um, my higher self. But once I got back into myself and went through my spiritual awakening, it's that. So I feel like when you're mm. and talking to spirit, those are angels coming through you. It's your higher self coming through you. And you just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You do it. Yeah, you just do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. So I am not as adept with cards as Indigo. But and it's funny because we had another synchronicity. <laughs> I felt called towards this deck called The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. And Mm -hmm. I got the deck and I I told her, I'm going to try to pull some cards for the Divine Collective. Uh I'm so glad nobody can see me because I I don't know how to (laughs) shuffle cards. Like, even if we're playing, like, spades or something with playing cards, nobody <laughs> lets me shuffle. Somebody are always shuffling. <laughs> so I struggled <laughs> through this, but three things came up that I wanted to, like, talk about and tie into the cards that you pulled, Indigo. Um, for the yeah. For the Divine Masculine, I got, instead of praying... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading it the wrong way. That's the Divine Feminine. I'm start with DM. <laughs> The moment I embrace my peace within and surrender, the outcome is the moment. Huh, okay, okay. Apparently, I can't read today. Thank you, Mercury and retrograde <laughs> and Pisces. By the way, this is what I have all the time because I have natal Mercury retrograde and Pisces, so I'm always confused. Welcome to my world, y'all. But, oh uh, Lord! <laughs> it says the moment I embrace my peace within and surrender, the outcome is the moment that the universe. Yeah we get to work so that is the message that i got for the divine collective tying into divine masculine collective tying into what she said that you know the divine yes. wants to come to peace yes this is a reminder of that so this was like whoa okay yes okay card i so, see you <laughs> yeah so the divine masculine is ready to do this okay they're they're coming here with the fool and this is the same card that I pulled in my previous reading okay. where the divine masculine is coming into full union and that they want this love for a lifetime. They wanted this they wanted you to be their life partner for a lifetime, okay? That's how they receive that connection. So here with the outcome, I pulled the same card. The fool, the knight of swords, which is coming in hot and heavy with that truth. Okay. Ready to take that leap of faith here with the fool. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this oh, connection. Yeah, I'm ready for stepping you. Stepping out, like, without looking. It's yes. Just, yes, okay. Just leaping. Just leaping off the cliff without even looking. Just ready to fall in love in this union here. And then we have the Nine of Cups. The Nine of Cups is a wish fulfillment card. Hmm. So this is their wish fulfillment. They're, they, want, they want to be 
with the divine feminine and we have the world card that clarifies that uh wish fulfillment the world card is basically the world in the palm of your hand anything that you want everything that basically any karmic any karma that um has to make its full turn around it's now coming into full turn so that's what the world means for me and then we have marriage and great fortune wow underneath that so yes that is definitely confirmation that some sort of marriage some sort of um spiritual marriage even with the divine masculine and divine feminine and this is what the divine masculine wants once they come out of that dark night of the soul once they understand uh you know the situation once they're able to see with a new set of eyes here because they are transforming they're 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 looking into their full power here and that's all with the help of the divine feminine oh my goodness because the divine divine feminine is also going within here because i pulled out the moonology which i didn't pull out yesterday but i decided to do that today because i was drawn to it okay it's, we got the full we got the full moon in cancer here a personal issue reaches resolution new moon in gemini communication is key ah. how funny how funny right yeah after after the retrograde this is where i'm feeling right here so after the retrograde guys you're some sort of communication is coming yes. and then we have the full yeah we have the full moon of scorpio here it's time to release negativity okay that kept coming up feminine release that negativity you know try to stay in a positive mindset release this union and give it surrender it to the divine okay and wow. let them handle let the universe handle this okay that goes right with my card for the feminine which says instead of praying for an outcome i pray for the highest yes level. yes woo and then the, the next card i got is new moon and aquarius bring love into this situation and that's what the divine masculine is doing and then balsamic moon a time for healing that card was definitely for the divine masculine Yes. And yes. maybe the divine feminine as well. I, I believe we're always feel. healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because remember, we're mirroring each other. So if they need healing, you do too. And the last two cards, I think the best for last. Uh-oh. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, this is going to tie it all together. The Pleiades, double mission, channeling and uplifting humanity. This fell right in between the outcome. I mean, the, wow. the overall energy. Like, seriously. Double mission, guys. Twin flames. Hello. Yes, yes. <laughs> Universe is letting you know, okay? And you got the protection card as well. Call back your power. Cut the cord. Soul retrieval. There. You got protection here. Universal. You got universal guidance and protection, okay? And you have a mission here with your twin flame here to uplift humanity. Humanity. Yeah, because that's what it's and all it's- about. And it says here, channeling and uplifting humanity. That's exactly what we're doing. We're channeling. It, yes. And I so got... this ties it all together. Oh, my God. And then on yes. the card that I pulled for, like, the entire collective was my energy creates my reality. What I focus on is what I will manifest, which ties back into... Oh, my gosh. ...about, you know, you shouldn't be focusing on the negative aspects of this. There are things going on yes. on the surface you can't see. So you should be focusing more so on what it is that you actually want for that love and that work. And exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I know it gets so crazy when it just comes together like that. 
Oh my God. And here I am all nervous about pulling cards because I'm just, I'm just really starting to feel comfortable with that, but it's still tying into exactly what you do. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're channeling. You and I are both channeling. So these are the messages that needed to come forth. And this is the right message that we were supposed to give. Yes. In the first place. Yes, because guys are so You want to tell them about what happened? Yes. Mercury retrograde in Pisces is real. We recorded a message for the collective yesterday. Yes. Message mysteriously did not record. And we were like, seriously? I was like, damn you, Mercury in retrograde. But seriously, I was like, oh, but we started to see, you know, that Mm -hmm. perhaps that was the best thing that could happen. Um, because mm-hmm. of the fact that since we're talking to the collective, we want to make sure we're addressing, you know, all the situations that could happen. So, yeah, it is what it is. I'm so glad that we got it all straightened out and it's still aligned the way it was supposed to go. Exactly. Because the message is still the same, but um, the angels wanted it to you know, go towards more because we kind of narrowed it down. Yeah. They wanted us to broaden it, you know? Yes. Like, no, this is not narrowed down to this specific um, way, guys. You gotta, you gotta broaden this. This message needs to be heard, you know, for a lot of the collective. Yes, a not just our blue wave. wave. <laughs> no, not just our blue wave, exactly. <laughs> but, but I'm glad that that happened. And of course, like, I want to make sure that there is some sense of, I, I, want, I don't know if it's understanding so much as it is knowing um, within everybody that you're not being put through this because you deserve to go through hell. You're not, yeah. you know what I mean? Because some people can look at this whole situation like, why? You actually chose this. <laughs> <laughs> I always say it, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Yeah. You know, we got we to gotta shift that mindset to thinking that, you know, we can't, we can't play this victim role here. We chose, we signed up for this. Yep. You signed up to be a part of this mission, okay? Don't back up now because you, you have that fear building inside of you. You know, you gotta fight through that. You're you you're very powerful, okay? So that's why I say you got work to do. You got work to do on yourself, spiritually, physically, whatever it is. We have work to do. And you gotta embrace it. You gotta embrace your work. Pour that love into yourself. Yes. Give that same love that you're so willing and wanting to give away to you. Mm-hmm. Because yes. that's where it starts. You can't even really fully love someone else if you don't love you. Like that's key. Yeah. And loving yourself can mean a bunch of different things too, like self-care, making sure, you know, from something as simple as making sure that you get enough sleep, you're eating correctly, mm-hmm. you're, you're acknowledging when you're stressed out and need to pull back and kind of like, you know, withdraw some things for a minute so that you can get your head right. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Many so many different ways. But then also, you got to sit there and go, oh my gosh, my divine counterpart is also me. We all need it. You yeah. can't be selfish with it. Exactly. And you know, some of the feminists are like, no, I'm not sending him no love or I'm not sending her no love. I'm like, so you know, it's like being hurt, out. all they do is hurt me. You know, like you gotta stop putting yourself you gotta stop being in that that mind frame, okay? Don't don't keep thinking so negative of this uh your divine counterpart, you know? Like yeah. you're over there hating on them like you're sending them crap that energy. What kind of 
then they're just gonna reflect that Saka energy right back to you, and then you're gonna be upset about it. Like I've done that. Like I hold on, I'm over here. I know y'all can't see me. I'm raising my hand. I, I've sent that Saka energy. <laughs> Cause I would get pissed off. Like, why am I feeling? Like, no, I don't want that. Nope. Send it back. Leave me the fuck alone. That's that's honestly what I would. But in it's all funny though. Yeah, in all situations, you should choose to be loving over like an asshole. But go, go yeah. Ahead. <laughs> He's blunt, yo. He don't. He got no filter. No, it's so weird because I, oh my God, if anybody knew me when I was younger, I was so introverted, so introverted. It's so amazing. I'm a progressed Aries at 29. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, yes, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so but you're growing. That's what it is. Yes. Yes, ma'am. You grow, you know. You just want to be. Thing. With the yeah, you can't be like introverted all your life. Like you gotta grow out of that. Like you, you gotta make money. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta survive. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go out into the world. And yes, exactly. Remember that nothing, and this is something else I wanted to bring up. So Uranus left Aries and just recently went into back into Taurus. It had gone into Taurus originally last May. And then it retrograded back Ooh. into Aries. And now it's back into Taurus. What I get with this for the collective, the divine feminine, divine masculine is, if you think of Uranus, it rules Aquarius, okay? So it is mm -hmm. innovation, sudden change, like doing things, uh, higher-minded goals for the uh, the collective, okay? And Taurus, that makes sense. Taurus energy, I know you know about that. It's fixed earth. Oh, yeah. They don't want to move. So here's the thing <laughs> that still ties into this. We're going to be pushed out of our comfort zone. Because if you hit the planet of change with the mm -hmm. no forward motion is going to happen unless we're pushed out of our comfort zone. Oh, wow. So growth usually does not happen in, in, in your little bubble of comfort. No, definitely not. No, no, no good growth happens there anyway. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to realize... You got to, you might be uncomfortable, but your divine masculine is going to be uncomfortable. Everybody yeah. is facing their own discomfort for change in some small way. And this is like an eight year transit. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah. And this is why I encourage people, if you can, like, you know, get a reading, like an astrology reading or something, so you see how it's going to impact you. Yes, get it, please. I got one from Ellie Vish. Oh my goodness. I was so blown away. Like, she really confirmed to me, like, you know, because I never thought that you can, you know, find why you're so drawn to somebody and why, you know, you feel such intense connection to them. Mm -hmm. Astrology can definitely show you that, you know? Yes. And it really opened my eyes. And I was so shocked when she gave me that reading. I was like, wow. <laughs> I highly recommend her, guys. Like, seriously. Thank get you. it. And I'm, I'm I tell everybody, I'm like, get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously, it might help bring you some peace because that's that's something that works for me. Like, when you know what's going on energetically, it's the mm -hmm. same, like with the weather. Like, if we knew it was going to rain, we we're going to make sure we're prepared, you know? Same thing yes. with energetic weather. So, you want to make right. sure that you don't freak out and that you just take things mm. as they come. And another thing I wanted to say because she said, um, part of her channeling, she sees some things coming after the retrograde. People, yes. I'm going to say this, 
and everybody can hate me for it if they want to. Yes, the retrograde is technically going to end at the end of March, but mm-hmm. when it starts moving forward again, it still has to go from 16 degrees to 29 degrees of Pisces where it retrograded. So what's going to happen mm-hmm. is Mercury's going to cover all the ground that it retrograded over. So technically the retrograde is not over, over until April. Sorry, yeah, y'all. That's- yeah, shadow phases suck, guys. Yes. But it is what it is. <laughs> so just just to keep that in mind, aligned with everything that she said, you're looking for this yes. retrograde to be out of its shadow period, mm-hmm. like April 16th. So, so, again, use this time to intuitively connect to things. Try not to make yes. sense of what's going on in 3D. Don't do that. Don't finalize any decision either. Like, if, if yep. you must, I would suggest writing things down. Mm-hmm. And if after the retrograde is over, if you feel as though you still want to go ahead with this plan or goals, then go ahead with it. But, you know, don't finalize anything yet. Yes, ma'am. That's just my, that's just my advice. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Especially in Pisces, because I'm telling you, think of it like when it's foggy out and you're trying to drive... Yeah, you're using the force to drive basically because you can't see. Okay, like mm-hmm. it's like that's that's what this is like. So don't make those final decisions. Just use this time to kind of just chill out, reflect, yes. replenish yourself. Right? Yes, so all the reads, read, read, yes, read. yes, read, read, read like a plug. Read, read. Rihanna's probably like coughing right now. Yes, yeah, so said read, read like a million times. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we out here channeling Rihanna, y'all. Oh, Pisces energy. <laughs> so that's... Yes, she's a Pisces. Yes. Further confirmation. Make sure you guys yes. use the energy at all times that is present wisely. And I want to thank Enzigo for coming back on and for putting up with the fact that we did this already. We did this already. <laughs> we did this already. It's deja vu. <laughs> it's deja vu all over again. But she's so... Cool. Yes. To this spiritual work as am I and we were just like we just want to do it again yes we have to we have to get the message out we didn't care we had to do it again we were like we're gonna do it again yep yep we're gonna hey. make sure every <laughs> everything's covered this time <laughs> yep and I think we did an amazing job thank you sweetheart you know I love you so much you're so very welcome I love you too oh see uh, my heart's all warm <laughs> my Pisces energy is like oh yes you know I love you and yes I it's such an honor to be on your podcast. Thank you. I had so much fun. I can't wait till you come back on. Open invitation, always, always. Oh yes, I, I'm coming back anytime you want me on it. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because like I'm telling you, I, it's not just because I love you so much because I know you personally, but seriously, working mm-hmm. <laughs> is amazing, and the whole purpose of this podcast is for me to bring to you guys the people who have impacted me so heavily along my spiritual journey. So it will be mm-hmm. incomplete without you. Oh, and I feel the same for you, boo-boo. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> We're just like boo-loving all on the podcast. I know. Everyone's like, ah, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. But thank everybody for listening. Please, again, yes. you can check her out on YouTube, Spiritual Vixen, with two X's. Also, you can contact her on Instagram under the same name if you're interested in speaking to her about readings. And she can holler at you there. 
All right. Yes. So thank you again. All right, guys. For listening, everybody. And we'll see you on the flip side. Peace.